0: Well, good morning, Civic, and happy Mother's Day to everybody, all the women here this morning. I hope it's been a lovely time for you so far. Anyone get breakfast in bed? I couldn't think of anything worse, to be honest. (laughs) I remember making it as a kid, and I was just, now I'm like, what? You you know, making it for mum, and now, yeah, anyway. (laughs) Anyway. Hey, um, look, hasn't it been a great morning? We've had, love the parody, Little Cairo running up and he was so excited to tell me that he saw himself on the screen and that he got to shower, Rama in, you know, all that sunshine and pretty stuff. That was, it was so cute, wasn't it? So cute. It was so special. Hey, there's no denying, um, motherhood has its mountain load of blessings, hey, it's so good, um, but but it also can cost us immensely. I know um, for myself as a mother as well and a number of other roles that I fulfil in in my life currently, there are times when I um, definitely feel the weight and the responsibility um, that is tied, the demands that are tied to that role and the number of roles and, you know, it can wear me down and it can exhaust my strength and be taxing on my health and my body. Any other mums feel like that sometimes? Yeah. Look, I know it doesn't matter what role we have. We can be a mother, we could be a boss, we could be running, uh, managing a team, we could be an auntie, a grandparent, maybe you're a student, and the responsibilities tied to what you are doing, to the roles and the duties that you do, can wear us down at times, can cost us immensely, can drain our. Drain our resources, I mean, yep, cost us, hey. Well, something that I do um, when I'm feeling a little drained and, you know, a little exhausted and we were talking a bit about rest on the interview this morning, but um, it's like to get a cuppa, have a sit down in my lounge and just, you know, daydream a bit and look out the window. And I especially love it when um, the lawn has been freshly cut. Did anyone get out and mow their lawn yesterday? It was a bit too wet, but through the week in preparation for yesterday. Anyway, I just love it when the lawn has been freshly, uh, freshly cut and, um, and then like a sprinkle or a rain comes and, you know, drops the raindrops are sprinkled across the lawn and it's like sparkly (laughs) not quite but you can see the raindrops you can see the moisture and the delight that the grass has as it's absorbing all the nutrients from this fresh rainfall and it, it captivates my heart sometimes when I'm looking at it it's just mesmerizing but we know it doesn't last long you know a couple of days later especially after the rain it's overgrown again it's lush and next week we've got to get back out there and cut it all that down again to make it look pretty. Any lawn connoisseurs here? <laughs> yeah uh, anyway I know there's some streets in Toowoomba that you know you've got to be lawn proud to live there it feels like. Obviously when it rains we see this grass grow and then It's cut down and, you know, we get our our mowers out but, you know, obviously if you've got larger property you might use slashes or you've got livestock to keep on top of the growth. But what we see with this cycle is grass has this duty and to fulfil its duty it's got to be cut down by sharp blades and devoured by hungry mouths. Yet the rain continues to provide the essential nutrients it needs, the grass needs to spring back up, to be refreshed, to be revitalised and to respond and to meet the demands of that season. Well, I believe this morning that the way that the rain refreshes the grass, causing it to spring back up, is the way that God would want us to see his refreshing rain at work in our life. And by rain, I mean R-E-I-G-N. Look what it says in Psalm 72, verse 6 and 7. He, the king's rule, shall come down like rain upon the grass before mowing, like showers that water the earth. In his days, so in the days of this king's reign, The righteous shall flourish, an abundance of peace until the moon is no more. Now to give a bit of context to this um, scripture, this chapter is actually capturing a conversation between a a parent and a child. We've got um, King David moments before he takes his last breath, sharing with his son um, and, and Solomon is king in this moment as well. So it's this transition period in the season of their life. And he is capturing the words of his father and he turns them into a psalm. And this is what Psalm um, 72 is written for, a psalm on reigning as a successful king. But there's a twist with this psalm in that it was written while the monarchy was at its prime. So there was no need for a better king. The King Solomon was already on the rise. He was growing from strength to strength and the monarchy was growing from strength to strength and it was recognised as um, something valuable in that time. But it was only as King Solomon's reign started coming to an end and the kingdom began falling apart that the succeeding generations Uh, began to see, that or began to realise the significance of this chapter. You see, it does not, as it looks, contain instructions for a king or for a ruler. It is, in fact, a prophecy concerning our future Messiah. So this chapter, we have got the good news, the gospel being shared, being exchanged between a father and a son. And as much as it would have been nice to be a mother you know, today's Mother's Day. In that time, the culture was actually, uh, the religion was exchanged between fathers. They were the ones that held the most responsibility for that. But in our text, verse 6 and 7, we have David revealing the intentions of Jesus' lordship, the intention of his kingly reign in the lives of those who belong to his kingdom. We read of this captivating moment of rain falling on freshly mowed grass with the intention of it flourishing, springing back up, blossoming again, causing it to thrive, causing it to be revitalised, resembling Christ's desire to reign in our lives in a way that is beneficial to us with the intention to revive tired hearts with the intention to meet us where we're at and to refresh us in the moments of when, of not when we're in our best moments, but when we are freshly cut, when we're freshly exhausted. The original translation for the word <coughs> mowed or cut grass that we read here in our text is actually um, a word that is used throughout the rest of um, the Old Testament rep- uh, for the idea of shearing a sheep, and so for the Hebrew, shearing of see- sheep represented a number of significant things, and you read th- um, about that throughout um, throughout the New Testament. For families, it was the fleece sheared that would give warmth for their winter. For communities, the fleece. Sheared was given as a form of generosity to respond to those doing it tough, to those um, that that lacked the essentials for warmth, and and um, t- and to, and it was actually a cultural expectation that you made margin to give to the poor and to the needy some of your fleece, and for the religious it was used as a type of offering brought to the temple. In, in in their service and in their gratitude to God. So the Hebrews knew that growth, that strength, their resources was never meant to just grow and to serve themselves but at some point it would be sheared, it would be cut down, it would be um, taken away and given out in response and because of their duties, in response to the needs of their families, their communities, and um, their workplaces and their church. And it's no coincidence, no coincidence that the writer uses the exact same word to portray the purpose to Christ's lordship in our in our life, our roles and responsibilities will cut us down. However, the intention to Christ's reign is to refresh and to revitalise tired hearts in duty so that the righteous, so that you and I can flourish, so that we can have the internal strength to spring back up and to respond, to respond to the various demands of our families that have been placed upon us, to respond to the um, duties and the responsibilities of our in our workplaces, or in our communities or even in our own church. It brings joy and happiness to our God, to our King, to utilise all of His resources, to to use His position seated at the right hand of the Father to help us and to revitalise us and to strengthen us for our day to day, to strengthen us for our duties. So what what should our response be? Our response to Christ's intention to reign in a way that revitalizes and refreshes is what the ladies were talking about here this morning and it is rest. It is to simply rest and the truth is rest can come in many forms. We know that. It can come in so many forms but rest that leads to this fruitful refreshment, this empowerment is found in resting in the reign of Christ, resting in his lordship. If we <clears throat> observe the relationship of the, uh, between the rain and the grass just a little bit more, think about it. What does the rain do, sorry, what does the grass do to get more rain? Nothing. It rests. It waits. The grass can do absolutely nothing to make it rain. It is so dependent on the rain, yet it can do nothing to make it come. The more, in fact, the more it needs rain, the more it takes this position of rest, the more it trusts in the rain's sovereign process. I was talking with um, a lawn care expert (laughs) Uh, not long before the drought broke and we were, you know, looking out at our lawn, which was looking very, very brown at that that point. And I said to him, I suppose I should have watered my garden more, I mean, watered my grass and and garden more. Um, I I suppose all the grass is dead now. And he kind of just looked at it and he's like, no, it's just sleeping. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, and he um, went on to explain to me that a lot of the uh, Australian species of grass, uh, apparently they, uh, during the dry and harsher seasons, they actually lay dormant and they rest to preserve and to protect themselves during those, um, those harsher seasons, which obviously this blew my mind because I was like, I had no idea all the years that I've been alive <laughs> and I had no idea that our grass was that intelligent, I mean seriously. <laughs> but get this, brown grass is not dead grass when it's surrendered to the process of the season. Brown grass is literally grass rested in the will of the rain, in, his, in the rain's good intentions to come and to revitalize. Our cut down, browned out, worn out selves may have seen better days, but we are not dead and our future is, does not end here when we are rested and we are seated in the reign of Jesus Christ, when we are rested and we wait on his sovereign will to be outworked in each and every one of us. There is so much power and so much strength as we wait on him. Brown, devoured, grass, cut down, browned out, all of that, it's part of the process. The more we're the more we in need of strength, the more we are in need of refreshment, the more we need to rest, the more we need to take that position. The responsibilities of our roles, our day-to-day roles, they've got to cut us down. And the reality is we don't always have the luxury to quit. We, we can't walk away from a lot of the responsibilities of our day. But the reality is they, they are hard sometimes. We cannot afford to stop, but we must rest. And the Passion Translation actually interprets our text like this. The King's favour... The King's favour will fall like rain upon surrendered lives. The very thing we need to revitalise and strengthen us to keep springing back up, to respond to the needs of those we do life with, does not stand on our ambitions. It does not stand to rest on our uh, striving, on, on, our, on our efforts, but on our surrender on our capacity to rest in his reign instead of doing all of this in our own strength he wants to help us he wants to be involved in our day to day wait on his sovereign will throughout your day throughout those seasons keep waiting on him and it will it, to work all these things out for your benefit it is in the resting it is in the resting that you will discover his intentions. It is in the resting and in the waiting that we discover his intentions to shower our tired hearts with fruitful refreshment, to shower our hearts with his love and with his kindness. It's in those moments that the Holy Spirit comes in and works closely with us, showering our tired hearts with fruitful refreshment. So if you're here this morning and you've felt cut down, dried out, worn out, used up in your duties and your responsibilities to love and upon and to serve your family, your community, you know, even um, some of the weight that is placed on you in your your job, or maybe even as you try to serve God here in church, can I encourage you, learn to rest in his reign. His intention as our king is to um, refresh us. His intention is in the way that he reigns in our lives is to refresh and to revitalise. Our response is simply needs to be to rest and to wait. Rest in his reign. You know, in a moment, We've got Pastor Brennan, he's going to come up and he's going to pray for us. But before we do, our um, creative team have prepared a special item for us here this morning. And it's a song that really speaks to the way that God just wants to meet us where we're at. We're not perfect and our days can be filled with all kinds of mess. Sorry guys, let me out of your way. And we we can respond to our different circumstances in such a a crazy way. Sometimes we may not even know ourselves. We're worn out. We're browned out. We do not look like or feel like the way that we did 10 years ago. And it's in this time that I believe that as the musicians, as our team, just as they Bring this song to us and it, as the Spirit of God begins to minister to us in this place, that it is a good opportunity for us just to be real with Him, to be real with where you're at right now. Just simply rest in this moment. I believe, I truly believe. See, Jesus, you know, we talk about waiting on His, on His uh, will and, the way, and waiting on Him and resting in Him the reality is Christ, He's not actually distant from us in the waiting. He wants to use His position seated where He's seated as the resurrected King. You know, no man has the power, no authority no amount of resting and um, striving in our own strength can actually restore and revitalise you like our King Jesus can and that He actually wants to. As much, as long as Jesus is seated as King, It is His intention to refresh and to revitalise each and every one of us day after day, cutting cycle after cutting cycle, season after season. And if you're dried out and you're browned out and you're waiting because the season is dry and harsh for you, keep waiting. Go deeper in Him. Go deeper in His love for you. It is His intention to come. Hold on. Don't let go of His promises. Hold on don't give up. Don't give up to the weariness. Don't give in to the weariness. Rest in Him now and in this moment. And I believe He's going to restore and revive tired hearts in this place. In Jesus' name. Thanks, guys.